0: Hey, everybody, this is Matt. And Nicole. On this episode of After the Kid Goes Down, we're going to watch Terminator 2.
1: Yay! Part about having watched Terminator is how often you play out that rhythm on like your grilling utensils, you're like tapping your fingers, tapping your feet. Like you just play that rhythm
0: once it's all over you. the
1: house, <laughs> all the time.
0: Yeah. So, uh, any new listeners, we watched Terminator, the original, in season one, and Nicole had never seen it before. And Nicole, you liked it?
1: I, yeah quickly fell in love i thought it was amazing or i mean a lot of fun it was a lot, yes, of, fun. A lot of
0: fun great 80s sci-fi cheesy movie mm-hmm. not even cheesy but kind of a little badass mm-hmm. um you know the epic moments from the first one is the eye carving the police station sequence all that stuff so what are your expectations for the second one do you know anything about it like where are you
1: at i mean last season i feel like in about half of the episodes that we watched, you kept telling me, you see, you go to watch Terminator 2 when they get into all... Like, as if I didn't understand time travel when, in fact, I understand it better than you do. So, there's going to be some sort of time tra- travel element to this.
0: Timey-wimey stuff, you would yeah. say.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if it's timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, or wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. What's it doesn't really matter.
0: Is that a Doctor, Doctor Who? Who?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it has to do with John Connor, like, coming... Back or forward or sideways. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But I'm just really excited to see the next installment.
0: Do you remember the basic premise of the first one?
1: Yeah. John Connor. John Connor? Yep. uh, Is going to be something for the human race in the future. Yeah,
0: like the leader of the human revolution against the robots. Yes. Something something like that.
1: So they send... The Terminator, like back in time to kill Sarah Connor. Yep. While while she's pregnant or she gets pregnant pregnant while they're on the run. What?
0: They have that sexy time scene and it's implied that Connor is his son. The guy that comes back to help her and save her, they they fall in love and they have some sexy time. And uh,
1: sexy time. Yeah. There you go. I remembered.
0: Cool. So, you know, that's pretty much the plot of most of the Terminator movies. It's some ploy to prevent John Connor from living um, or becoming what he one day becomes. I'm excited to watch it with you because I don't want to say too much because I don't want to ruin anything. And we're also going to be discussing this with...
1: Shannon and Ryan from 518 Craft Beer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll be recording this episode in mixed breed. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that. We're going to try some beers. Talk about Terminator 2. Olive, Olive just showed up with her jingly collar.
1: She was just outside barking her head off at the leaf bag, by the way, that you left on the side of the house. Maybe the leaf bag
0: is a Terminator. She... (laughs) Because you remember dogs can detect Terminators?
1: Whoa. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Maybe the leaf
0: bag is a Terminator.
1: It might be, because it certainly seemed very aggressive to her, so... Yeah. It was threatening her life, for sure. But
0: anyway, have the 518 beer couple seen 518 Terminator? craft
1: beer yeah, seen I Terminator I don't know if they've seen Terminator 2 I know that they just rewatched Terminator in Ooh, preparation smart. for Terminator 2
0: wicked smart um,
1: I, I mean they're not are you like, gonna
0: do that like are you gonna watch Terminator before Terminator 2 probably not when we do I
1: have, have time. time to we do that I don't have time that. to do that
0: <laughs> freaking kids I'm fine good job
1: um, but Yeah, they they seem excited. They're not. um, I'm
0: assuming they. I'm not gonna say
1: they're not movie people because every every week when I put up the like, what did you watch this weekend? I feel like almost every week they answer with like one or two Mm -hmm. movies that they've seen. So, um, but they are beer people, and great tasting beer. We essentially met on Instagram and have met up with them once at Mixed Breed, Mm -hmm. and so it should be fun. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good time.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that they've seen it because I think everybody in America has seen it except, except for me. you. Yeah, cool. So you don't know who else is in it. You don't know anybody. You know, so you don't really know the real even plot of the movie. So this whole thing's gonna be a surprise for you. Yes. This is gonna be awesome.
1: I to, I mean I've told you I've act I actively avoided Terminator and all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, so I don't know.
0: Cool. You're gonna become an Ar- Arnieite. I don't know what they're called. (laughs) I feel like that's a
1: precious stone. (laughs) Um, Okay.
0: So we'll watch it, and then we'll meet up with 518 Craft Beer at a brewery and drink and talk about Terminator 2. Whee!
1: Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Released in 1991. Currently streaming on HBO Max. Directed by James Cameron. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Robert Patrick, Joe Morton, and Eddie Furlong. In this sequel, set 11 years after the Terminator, young John Connor, the key to civilization's victory over a future robot uprising, is the target of the shape-shifting T-1000, a Terminator sent from the future to kill him. Another Terminator, the revamped T-800, has been sent back to protect the boy. As John and his mother go on the run with the T-800, the boy forms an unexpected bond with the robot.
0: Alright, so we're at Mixed Breed recording. Hopefully it's not too noisy in the background, but they got a, they got a good amount of people here, which is good. Uh, we're at Mixed Breed recording with Shannon and Ryan from 518 Craft Beer. Uh, we are each at least 10 beers deep. I'm just kidding, no. Uh, we're, we're drinking some good beers here. Shannon Ryan, how you doing? What's going on?
2: We're good. We're excited to be here. We're nervous. we <laughs> have never done this before.
3: Yeah, it's definitely my first podcast. So. Perfect. Perfect. So, we all
0: have watched Terminator 2 at this point.
1: Well, can we ask a little bit about
3: themselves first? Sure.
1: Like, so, you guys started by 518 Crawford, you got married in a brewery, right? Correct. Where did you get married? We got married um, with King Cutson Brewing
2: and um, Half Moon, and nice. connected to a golf course. So, we got to you know drink some beers before we got hitched and after and had a good time.
3: How many breweries are we up to now?
1: 245. Whoa! <laughs> you just blew me away. Um, That's a lot of breweries. So it's five one eight craft beer on Instagram. Are you want anything else? We're just on Instagram right now, and um, we just started it to
2: kind of keep track of our travels. We had a goal of hitting a hundred breweries together before we got married. Since one of our first dates was um, going to Omegang in Cooperstown. So that's so fun.
3: It's
0: a lot of fun. So, well, just to, to pump up mixed breed a little bit, what are we all drinking? Are you guys both drinking the same I, thing? I'm
3: having I, I'm having the Gambler right now. It's very good. It's a double IPA. Okay. Very citrusy. Hazy. Good stuff.
2: What am I drinking?
3: Uh, The Cure. The Cure. Wow, she quizzed you. Okay. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Delicious pale ale. Uh, I think a portion of the proceeds go to a good cause. Um, Leukemia, I think, right? Yeah. So definitely purchase that and I think make a donation on their site as well
1: because they're taking some donations right now. Yeah. I will. I have linked that before. I will link it again. Um, I finished, I just, well, actually, I didn't finish my Boomski. Is this mine? Yes, it's yours. It's mine. Um, I didn't finish my ski, which is my favorite beer here. Um, also a playoff of Three Days Dookie, so that I always appreciate. But then I have a flight of things I've not tried here, because when they opened, I was super pregnant, and I didn't get to try all of their beers. Matt that did. Sure did. And I drove <laughs> home. So I've got a flight of Crusher, Endo, Gambler, and Betty Brown,
0: Right in, so. Yeah, I am also drinking a flight. I already crushed a Benny Brown, my favorite beer here. Um, a okay, nice little flight. Maybe I'll sprinkle them in as we as we discuss. But uh, as you as always, if you mention us at Mixed Breed, you get 5% off, you're tapped. So, Shannon and Nicole have not seen Terminator 2 before. No. What, what are your thoughts?
2: I don't know why, maybe just from pop culture references, I always thought the Terminator movies were lighter and a little bit more like funny, so it was right? definitely a surprise. Um, it was so action packed, uh, non-stop uh, you know, action type sci-fi movie. little surprise. Maybe that was just a misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, no, I felt the same way because there's so much of um, both Terminator films but a lot of this one that is like in, are you alright?
0: Yeah, my cup's wet.
1: There's so much of the Terminator movies that are like in the cultural canon. So I had like, I had this idea of what it was gonna be going in, and I didn't realize like, that like, hasta la vista, baby, wasn't just a cheesy line. It's actually really sweet and like a really kind of poignant moment. And I was like, what the hell is this movie doing to me? I loved it. I loved it. Well, I think I loved it more than the first one, but in terms of just being like super jacked up.
0: You, you think you liked it more than the first one? Oh, it was a better movie than the first
2: one, for sure. Shannon? It's a better movie than the first one, okay. but I do like the odd horror feel of the first one that I wasn't expecting. That one either. I watched these back to back, not watching Ooh. either of them. So, um, they're kind of very different movies, even though they're the same kind of story. Uh, one seems more like horror suspense, the first one, and the second one is just non-stop. I mean, there's not a break in the action the entire time,
0: so... Yeah, I, I mean, what do you think, Ryan?
3: I overall like Terminator 2. I thought the first half of the movie was much better than the second half. Oh, okay. I feel like the second half started to drag a little bit. Um, I also like the first one slightly more.
0: Really? Okay. Because
3: I kind of... It's a comparison if you've seen Alien and Aliens. Aliens, kind of like more of a sci-fi horror movie, really suspenseful. Aliens is like a really good Hollywood action movie. Yes. that's kind of what I think this is. And I kind of like the first, like, you know, like where they're, you know, trying to find Sarah Connor. They're in like that club in the first one. Like, I thought that was like really suspenseful. This was really good, but I I think I like the first one slightly more.
0: No, I think, I think... I don't know if I agree that the first one's better, but they are clearly different films. Like I feel like the first Terminator has like almost like a weird independent film type of feel to it, right? Like it's like it's not low budget, but it felt low budget. Oh, well, the budgets
1: are wildly different, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think I, I mean, it
1: was kind of low budget.
2: Like, the, the first the, one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like the Terminator effects were way better in this
0: one. Yeah, I mean, I think the budget in this one was a hundred million. That was I mean, definitely one thousand. Yeah. I think. The budget in the first one Was not that much I know that
3: Yeah the first one Had a lower budget The second one At the time Was the most expensive Movie ever made Whoa. I saw that Really It was like Yeah And back when It was made in like 91 So that's wow. why I mean They were working With like a 20 times more budget Than the second one like,
1: The first one It's like It's like Clearly a dummy head Of <laughs> And like As it's like The eye is like Kind of moving yes. Like someone's in the, Behind the dummy head Like moving the eye You know
0: a lot better than that yeah I mean I, I, I so I think it made like 500 million worldwide like the amount of money James Cameron has made is like insane so I was trying
1: to think like is he like chasing this high again yeah. with Avatar is anyone interested in Avatar like I feel like there's all these Avatar movies coming out
0: and I don't know a single
1: person who cares
0: do you
3: guys
2: care Uh, I don't think Ryan's ever seen the first one. No, I've seen... I did Um,
3: like the first... I saw it in theaters when it came out, but I don't think I've seen it since then. I think I took my little sister.
2: We enjoyed the ride (laughs) at Disney World. Okay. Um, Yeah, (laughs) great ride. I don't think think we're living in anticipation for a problem.
0: I don't know anybody that was like, man, I wish there was an Avatar 2. Or 3 or 4 or 5. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He might be chasing it, but Cameron also has, like, these big universes he's created in his head. I don't know, like... Even Terminator has kind of a myth. What's mythos? Is the right term? It's kind of like he's got a whole world behind it. Um,
1: that's what I. That's what I mean. Like it's. It seems like it's in the same vein, but just nobody cares.
0: Yeah. So, what do you guys think of the? villain in this one or swapping making Terminator a good guy and making the liquid guy the bad guy what do you think
2: I think the downfall of watching this movie now versus watching it when it first came out is that would have been an awesome plot twist to not know that that person is not coming back to be the bad guy again and he's really there to save them that would have been Exciting. So I already kind of knew that plot twist. Um, the, the villain is great. I mean he it's kind of scary how
1: you know, emotionless yeah. he is. It's like hook hands are yeah. you know, like really <laughs> creepy.
0: I like that you're doing hook hands
1: because nobody can see you. I know. Nobody can see
3: me. My- my favorite scene might be where he called about the dog Wolfie. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and then that that part was really creepy. And I thought that was really well done how they did it. Yeah. She didn't know exactly what happened until he saw his you know yeah. the thing. That was a of
0: terrible. Of... The nice yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the first time that you you made Nicole made an audible noise. We're watching it and when mm-hmm. when it pulls out and it's a knife through his head, mm-hmm. she was like, Oh my <laughs> you made,
1: you made, you made, I don't know you made, if I said oh, you my. You say, oh, my. <laughs> oh my,
0: but you didn't But made I did make noise. a
1: noise.
0: I mean yeah. <laughs> And I think that's, like, the first time in the movie you get a feel for how dangerous he is as a villain. Because that's the first time you get a good cat and mouse between the old Terminator and the new one. Because they're both doing the fake voice on the phone. <laughs> you know, John clearly has no idea that his foster parents were dead. The Terminator figures it out, like, right away. Um, I just, to me, like, I, I've seen this a bunch of times. The, the moment that I always remember thinking is like a cool moment is has nothing to do with special effects it's when Sarah Connor turns that corner to get in the elevator and Schwarzenegger comes out oh her my reaction God, her reaction to seeing the Terminator is like I don't know like forever will get stuck in my head because in her in her world it's like her nightmare come to life and yeah
1: she's been she spent
0: the last how old is the kid 12 yeah so decade,
1: maybe? Yeah, so she spent the last decade trying to convince people that he was real, and then there he is. And she still doesn't know at that time that he's
3: there to
2: protect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not until... Until you just did all of that to escape your your cell (laughs) in this, you know, hospital, and that creepy guy licking her face really...
3: (laughs) That was awful. That That was so
1: weird. Well, because at first I was like, oh, God, he's a sexual predator. But then he goes... Because he licks her face, and then he goes... Huh? Like he like thought he was maybe, testing her yeah. Like he yeah. thought maybe she was just faking it. Uh, that was I, weird. That was I didn't
0: like that though. Yeah. Then she bashes him in the face with a broomstick. <laughs> oh, like
1: cuts his cheek. Yeah.
0: Yes.
3: I do also love the red redheaded mullet um, person from Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Danny yes. something his name is. Yes. I forgot his last name. That's my age group, and that I love it that show. So. Fart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That he,
0: yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think the—I hate to say it, but I think the worst part of the movie is Furl—is it John Furlong that plays Eddie Furlong? Eddie Furlong.
1: So like.
0: He's not great in this.
1: I mean, I'm—he I'm, was all right. I'm in—I was born in '84. I don't—I don't have I don't, no idea how old you guys are, but
0: '85.
1: Like, same. So like <laughs> Eddie Furlong used to be in like the like Tiger Beat, Teen Bob, like. He was like one of the like teen heartthrobs, but I never. I was like, who is this guy? No, like, no, like I was more of like Huck and Finn, Brad Renfro, like all about that, like all about.
0: um, I was total Pink Ranger all day. Jonathan Brandis (laughs) and Pink Ranger, (laughs) really whatever, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So I had no idea who he was, and I did not even know. When I saw him in this, I was like, oh, I get it now. Kind of. I didn't think he was a heartthrob, but it would be weird if I thought a twelve-year-old was a heartthrob. No,
0: it's funny. It's funny how you said before that you thought Alta. I've had too many
1: beers. Hasta.
0: Hasta Hasta, (laughs) Hasta, hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. It was still a corny line, but it makes it makes sense in that moment because because it links the two of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. he's, He's
1: you know.
3: Learning.
1: Yeah, John Carpenter is trying to teach him. John Carpenter, John Carpenter,
3: great director. Yes. It's a whole year. John Connor. Halloween Connor. I have had here. a year and a half of a teacher.
1: He's um, trying to teach him like stop, stop talking like a robot, talk like a person, and gives him some phrase like practice phrases. And Asta is one of them. So it was like
0: kind of sweet. Yeah. There's a, there's a funny deleted scene where he teaches the Terminator how to smile. And yeah. if you get a chance, you gotta find it on YouTube because they clearly deleted it because it's way too comical. Like Schwarzenegger does a phenomenal job, but he he forces himself to smile and it's like the worst smile you've ever seen. <laughs> and and John's like, stop do stop doing that. Stop doing that. But, uh, that I, still,
1: I still can't tell if, like, Schwarzenegger is, like, a, a good actor. Is he a good, like, you see I felt like he was really good. He even, like, did, like, the, like, robotic, like, even his eye movements. I'm, like, doing them right now. Again, no one can on see me. But, uh.
0: I think he's good.
1: He's, like, really good in these. I, I probably shouldn't have laughed, but at that point
2: where Laugh. he's on the phone with, um foster parents and your foster
1: parents are dead
3: like just so no emotion I'm like
1: oh okay
2: I I I did
3: like when he's like you can't kill everybody why not
1: (laughs) I really I would have loved for him to just do one more why there but it would have it would have pushed it into like too funny
3: territory
0: (laughs) and I think that's that's a big difference between the first one and the second one the first one doesn't have any of those like light moments and the second one does. There's a lot of moments in the second one. First off, there's so many iconic moments in the second one. You got the come with me if you want to live line, mm-hmm. get down, um, hasta la vista. But the, the interaction between John Connor and the Terminator, I don't know, part of me felt like it didn't age well, but I guess it worked. Why? For, I don't know. It felt, it, maybe because I've seen it, it felt not forced, but like predictable. But I don't know. I, mean, I don't know.
1: It, I didn't feel that way. No? No. I thought it was awesome.
2: <laughs> I do feel like this in a certain kind of way is still a little bit timeless. I mean, a lot of the like technology is still kind of advanced even now. I mean, and they set it far enough in the future that we're not there quite yet. So, I just feel like I mean, most of it didn't feel too outdated.
3: Besides the ATM machine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the, the video games. Video okay, games. Uh, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the special effects, I think, really held up well. Yeah. You know, when he was going to liquid and like, yep. coming back as a human. Yeah. Or, like I, looking like a human. Well, I just I miss the days of like practical effects,
0: like real explosions. I, I know the first in the first one, the the puppet Arnie head was dumb, but I think there's something to be said. Like like with the Marvel movies, there's so much CGI. So to see a movie like Terminator 2 where it's I think a lot of practical effects, as much as they could. Anytime they could do it practically, they did. Like, I always think of Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park to this day looks awesome. It
3: does, and I'm yeah. convinced
0: yeah. it's because of their the puppets. Puppet yeah. 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 I mean, they only use CGI for the T1000 when he's morphing. When he's got hook hands, he clearly mm-hmm. has on, like, prosthetics. Right?
1: They were really creepy.
2: I mean, there was that. The truck scene when they're first chasing um, Schwarzenegger and John on the bike, and their you know crashes and the big fire explosion. I mean, all of that feels like very I don't know real to me yep. in that moment. I
3: did like when he walked out of the fire. Yeah. it was like the liquid form, and oh, yeah. I was still wowed by that. And I'm like, this is 1991. I'm like, I can't believe this doesn't look cheesy, and it didn't. Yep.
1: I love the liquid nitrogen scene. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. <laughs>
0: It's funny to me that you find these movies... Nicole finds these movies so cool when she's such a hardcore like rom-com person. I'm not a hardcore, not hardcore. rom-com
1: okay. no. person. Okay. But, I
0: I mean, you are a nerd. I'm so a nerd. So I guess the sci-fi stuff that you like shouldn't surprise me. But, like, when we watched Predator in the first season, you no, know, it was before the podcast, you really loved Predator. Yeah. And then Terminator, you really liked Terminator. Like, are you a so- sci-fi movie person?
1: Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I mean, I, yes, yes, so, so something that was, like, really cool to me, which may not be cool to anybody else, um, Dr. Dyson,
3: Oh, yeah, and, that was the man that did the invention to, like, yeah. for Skynet and everything. Um,
1: he is, that actor is on this really awesome, um, nerdy show that I love called Eureka, where he plays Eureka is about like a city of scientists that like the government has like hidden all of these like top scientists Joe Morton is Joe the name. Um, have hidden all these top scientists in this like secret town and has them working on special government projects and so like to see him in this movie and then realize that like oh like that was a really nerdy get for Eureka like for him to play one of the top scientists there um, which is kind of like a fun it was a fun connection for me to make my sister nope. loves that show. She recommended it. She would
3: like it
0: Eureka? Eureka. I just will always remember him gasping and then dropping the oh, trigger. Oh, God. Mm-hmm.
1: Why couldn't they just take the trigger from him instead of running?
0: Because that's not as exciting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm like, why does he have to stay behind? It looked like he had to drop it, though, on something, right? I believe that's so. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, he said, I don't know how long I can hold this for. If I was yeah. the guy in front of him I'd be like alright just like take it not let you drop it
0: yeah, why are you punching holes in this movie Nicole
1: <laughs> I don't know it was still awesome sorry
2: what? I apologize did,
0: did you get a little emotional at the ending I did Champion's <laughs> like no god."
2: <laughs> a little bit how he did the thumbs up and I don't know why that, yeah, too it made much. me. Yeah, it was a little bit too much, too Hollywood of a,
1: a moment. I don't know what it was. It just struck me as it took that emotion away. Did they do the thumbs up at some other point in the movie?
0: I think he's teaching him when he's doing the yeah. high fives. Teaching him uh, how to do
1: thumbs up. Okay. Before that,
2: though, the when hug? I realized, yeah, that he had to, you know, he knew he had to sacrifice himself for the computer chip, and then he started to, you know
1: melt away that was sad and then the thumbs up kind (laughs) of (laughs) yeah but then when you also think about like because when when the terminator comes back and tells john like you refurbished me you're thinking in your head like this guy just like refurbished the old like somehow got the parts of the terminator that that was after his mother but really it's He's, like, so distraught over having lost, like, you don't realize until the end, he's so distraught of, of having lost this Terminator that he cared for, that he rebuilt him in the future.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. You lost. Me. You blew my. You blew my mind. You think John <laughs> Connor in the future rebuilt this Terminator?
1: The Terminator says that. You built me. You, re, you rebuilt me. No, I think me. he
0: said he reprogrammed him, right? I, think he so- just, I thought he kidnapped Terminator and reprogrammed him.
1: They all look the yeah, same. Yeah, because he... Yeah, they all look the
0: same. Yeah, because okay.
3: the future John Connor went back to the, you know, he made... But still, Arnold there's... Arnold Schwarzenegger back to save him.
0: Yeah, I think you there's just...
1: There's still more of an emotional connection there,
0: though. Uh, yeah, but I, I think the, the connection came from during the course of the movie. I think him and John, in present day, form a bond. And that, to me, watching it now, I, find, I got for the first time... What Sarah Connor finds impressive is that a machine has sacrificed himself for humankind. That's the turn that really makes it special. In Sarah's mind, because she says that.
1: Yeah. That's what gives her hope or whatever.
2: And I also kind of feel like it's giving him a little bit of a a dad he never had around in these years.
0: Which is a little creepy.
2: Yeah. No, it's not. Why? (laughs) I mean,
0: he's a robot. (laughs) Yeah, but... He can't ever, like, love him.
1: He obviously does though.
3: No, I know why you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I could never tell my dad what to do the whole time. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's a little different <laughs>
3: <right here. laughs> Hey dad,
0: no time out today. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, I can
3: stand on one foot. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I always like, as a kid that Terminator like for the rest of the movie, I don't think he kills a single person.
3: Right? No, he's told not to by uh, John.
0: So and yeah, the
2: first I one, it's feel like there's a lot of uh...
3: Oh, he's killing it's people! Big
2: like bad Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that
3: was my favorite version of him. I just loved how like
0: when he's killing people. Yeah, I just
3: I like <laughs> dark <laughs> movies. I like dark movies. Perfect. Good to I know.
1: I like the murdering. Yeah, because at, oh, at one point he like scans the destruction and it's like bodies 0.0. 0. This
3: will be on Dateline at some yeah. point. You know. <laughs> it's, it's
0: crazy to me. This is just a total side note. During this whole movie, Nicole was folding laundry. Yeah. How she folds laundry and watches a movie, I couldn't do both.
1: No, I couldn't do both. That's why I'm the one that does the laundry.
0: Okay, it's fair. fair. What
1: else am I, what else, am I, like, you know. You're going to be the Sarah Connor. You're going to be doing the pull-ups Thank you. in the room.
3: I, I broke my foot once looking at my phone walking on the highway. <laughs> by the highway so I definitely could not do that.
1: She is, what a, what a badass bitch, She is the best. She's, I mean, who cares about it? about John. Yeah. Is that why there's Sarah... Con- I want to watch the Sarah Connor
0: Chronicles. What's that up there? When does that take place? if we know?
1: I'm not sure.
3: The, are they talking about the future or the... The, the Sarah
0: the, Connor Chronicles TV show.
3: Oh, I'm not sure.
2: So I haven't seen... Isn't there a new, new Termi- like a newer...
0: There's a couple of them. So there's there, Terminator 3 came out I think when we were all like in college age. Um, it's not good. And I think um, she may
1: die in that one.
0: I Man. think he's dead before it begins. Isn't there one Christian Bale? There's one with Christian, Christian Bale. That is. one I
1: only know about because he did all that yelling at all the queer people.
0: Yeah, on, on set. <laughs> he, he plays John Connor in the future. Okay. So and I
1: think that was the I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I keep cutting you off. You keep doing it. I think that was the one that um, Eddie Furlong was actually supposed to be in, but apparently he is a hot fucking mess and has been like in and out of prison and court for... Uh, abuse alcohol he's a
0: a method actor no oh I'm saying that's what his character did was that too much oh
1: yeah no yeah um but anyway he was supposed to play John Connor but then they were like no you're like
3: too much too much trouble I
0: think that was Terminator Salvation or something
3: I've only seen the first two
0: yeah that one with Christian Bale actually isn't bad it's actually kind of good um but I don't know, when you get—that's the problem with the time travel things. Like when you get past a certain point, it, like I start getting confused of like what timeline we're, you, we're what in. What were
1: you confused about?
0: Not this oh, one. Oh, no, okay. Do you want me to spoil the third one for you? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I
3: haven't seen any other ones, but I feel like they can't be as good it's, where do you go after the second one? Yeah. I feel like. What are you, just, are you just going to keep going back in time and trying to save? I mean, I want to see if yeah, the apocalypse it just, it just, happens. I feel like it's re- repetitive after all.
0: Yeah, essentially a bunch more movies where they keep. Well, that's, that's what. So the third one they try to kill John Connor again as so he's older, and then the other ones are all after the apocalypse.
2: So does the apocalypse happen in this one? We're saying the po- apocalypse Pop- happens, <laughs> and <laughs> then he saves them even further down. I, I'm confused by that. Yeah. Let's like talk about the opening sequence. Is them in this like world of yes. like craziness? Yes. Are we saying, even though the bad terminator's gone and everything, does that still all happen?
0: And Nicole's the time travel expert in this relationship. But yeah, in theory, because of the way the movie is shot, you're right. The movie opens as if everything they did for the rest of the movie didn't prevent anything. But then well, Sarah, that's, that's, Sarah says at one point, right, like about the road we're in uncharted territory implying that like maybe they're rewriting the future so you explain I mean if
1: they were actually following like real time theory there are just certain things that that you cannot change like you could probably change like small things about your destiny that that, like aren't gonna cause paradoxes but it's like most things happen because they were always meant to happen and so it's like it's like so the first movie is a perfect example right like John Connor wouldn't have been born unless the Resistance sent back his father. Yes. In the same vein, Terminators would not have existed if the Terminator hadn't been sent back. Because it's his hand and his chip that... I haven't had enough
0: beer yet for this conversation.
1: So it's like certain things happen the way that they always happen because that's the way that they happen. So in every timeline, the Terminator and... John Connors I always keep wanting to call him John Carpenter John Connors' dad come back because that needs to happen to bring all the rest of it to
0: so are we left to assume at the end of Terminator 2 that the apocalypse probably happens but not the way like they prevented it from happening one way right Right. but they but something else but is going to
1: happen but they kicked off another way that it likely happens
3: can't they just keep going back in time and trying it again yeah. like different Terminators with like more advanced ones after the T-1000
2: then you're always affecting the future somehow is what you're saying okay. yeah we're not good at this timey wimey stuff I think you called it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, See,
0: what bummed me out about that concept was like so then what's the point of the movies because the apocalypse is always going to happen but I guess the point of the movies is you're always waiting like who's going to die because you're saying the Connor could still die and the apocalypse would still happen right there's always a threat of one of the main characters dying right I
1: don't know the first one was way more clear to me <laughs> what the time-bendy stuff was about. Because it was, it was all like, all of it was a consequence of those two coming back in the first place. Yeah. The second one, I don't know. Maybe that, that's why I'm wondering. Did they change, did they change the timeline?
0: Maybe. Um, last thing I'll say, I do think way back when we first started talking, uh, Ryan, you said you liked the first one better, right?
3: It more of a personal preference. They're both yeah. excellent movies. I just kind of like that it was just more of like a horror movie. I yeah. thought the first one or a little more like disturbing. Um, you know, he wasn't acting like a human. He was just like a, basically a killing machine.
0: Well, I was just thinking about that. I think they try to do the same thing with the T-1000. Mm-hmm. But I think in the first one, the Terminator was much more of that Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees type of character, right? Like I... like. You always felt like, God damn, this thing will not stop trying to kill them, and they can't get away from it. I don't know if I ever felt that way in the second one. I think it
3: helped a lot that Arnold Schwarzenegger was so jacked in the first movie that he was like five times the size of T-1000. Yeah. So I kind of like, that kind of made it more menacing for like that character.
2: I always kind of felt like in the second one that no matter how hard he tried, that he was just always going to protect them, like yep. no matter how hard the T1000 yeah. tried, that they just were always going to be protected. I don't know. I just felt like I never like doubted that. So maybe yeah. there wasn't that enough like doubt to. Because
1: the first, the first one, it's human versus humans versus a yes. Terminator. This they're one is Terminator versus Terminator. They're so
0: much like, more vulnerable in the first one. Yeah.
3: That's what made it so much more intense. Because there was just a regular cop, like. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger defending him in the first
0: one. So. Even though Schwarzenegger, the Terminator does lose in the Terminator versus T-1000 battle. Yes. Right? And then he, like, reboots himself. But I feel like if I, if my, I think our, our one critique would be, it's almost like that should have happened sooner. Like, we should have seen the Terminator, Schwarzenegger, to get defeated earlier. So then we're going to be like, oh, shit, they're not totally safe. You know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because I know he said he's more advanced at T1000, but it was head to head for like until that very end. Yeah. Like, you know, they are yeah. shooting each other. You know, it was like it had almost no effect. And I feel yeah. like at the end you kind of saw he was more powerful since he was like liquid metal and everything. Yep. But it felt like a lot more even than a human versus Terminator yes. like the first one.
1: It also That's felt true. really silly that they were like fighting each other with guns when guns clearly do nothing to either one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what else are they going to use? I don't know. We're not gonna, I mean, all they have available to them is what technologies in the present day. All right. And That's you right, know, the, come shotgun, the, shotgun, yeah, the shotgun at least, like, stops.
3: It was equivalent to, like, us pushing yeah. each other. That was, like, what <laughs> guns were in that movie. I mean, like, it might stop you for half a second. <laughs>
1: it did, like, split him in half, and he had to come yeah. back together at yeah. some part. That's true. <laughs> the, the ending when he... Like the very last shot where he's like all split into like the, the weird names. He's,
0: and, he's like, making, yeah, and we were like. Yeah. Okay,
1: <laughs>
3: wasn't that like a grenade launcher?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, it's a little more powerful. Is this. <laughs> people generally regard this as the best sequel ever. I have a bunch. Can you of think of a sequel that's better?
3: Uh, I can Story come up with a few. 3
0: 23:
3: <laughs> Godfather Part 2. Okay. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's I, I kind of like Aliens slightly more. Um. I don't know if I can think of any others off the top of my head. But is a, a very, good, it's a very good movie.
0: Those are clearly the be- the greatest hits of sequels, I think. Yes. Yeah.
1: Do you want me to get into any listener reviews? list still have. No, sure. Go ahead. All right. So because it just so many people said just that. So we've got uh, Mark Schwann says best one of the series. We beer here says uh, the best movie sequel of all time. I remember in 1991 it released on July 4th weekend. Um, we have uh, your mother. Of course. Roslan Nine says fantastic.
0: Nice, short and um, sweet. Ros, good work. Uh, <laughs> <Can't wanna. laughs>
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. See this if for last because he wrote like a, a bunch of stuff. Hayweed 33 just wrote T1000, which at first I thought. At first, <laughs> before I realized that it was like a like a version of the Terminator, I was like, oh, like, he, like that's his grade. Like, it was, T2 was a T 1000. Um, <laughs> you thought it was a rating scale?
3: Like Cisco and Ebert?
1: <laughs> yeah, 1000, yeah. thumbs up. <laughs> um, someone, I don't even know how to read this person's, Jorah Dranjokopel. You nail it. Just wrote Terminator and, like, a bunch of, like, fun...
0: Emojis.
1: Emojis. Um... And Avant Pop wrote, one of the best all-time actioners holds up like a dream. Now I'll come back to see this if. So, uh, where to begin on this being his favorite movie, or one of his favorite movies. Such a cliched start now. It's the film I said was my favorite whenever people ask me, what's my favorite film? I mean, if you love film, how could you possibly choose? But then I studied it for my degree and watched it 368 times. Then said it again for my master's, and I'll say this. If you watch a film, know everything about its production history. Know it line by line. And someone comes to you and says, I haven't watched Terminator 2, and you watch it with them and still get chills. That's your
0: favorite. Wow. That's a crazy review.
3: That's intense. I don't intense. think
1: I've ever watched a movie more than three times. That's
3: yeah. <laughs> I've seen Goodfellas a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: movie have you seen the most? Oh, God. It's got to be a Christmas movie.
1: I mean, probably it's a Christmas movie, but, like, I've seen Braveheart a lot.
0: Braveheart's pretty good.
1: Um, I've seen 27 Dresses a lot.
0: Oh. Really?
1: <laughs> well, when those replay, you know, on TV. It's so good. It holds up.
0: It's definitely a good film. Like, I like Terminator 2. I'm excited to watch it with our son. Like, I'm more excited to watch that with him than the first one. There's definitely moments I still get I definitely get chills in a couple moments still
1: I mean I was getting emotional at the end and then HBO Max cut out on us right as they were like crying together That app uh, do your HBO Max. Oh,
3: it's hey, the if worst. If you hear this. You have the best shows and the worst app I've ever seen. <laughs> Can you get Net, Netflix people to do your app, please? They need someone I'm begging you because I love the stuff. They love the content. How of it. bad is that <laughs> streaming service? They
2: if need we better, have to stop and use the restroom, forget it. You're done. You can't watch the rest of the movie. Oh. You're done. I
3: don't even try anymore. I just reset it <laughs> if I gotta pause. it. He, We're
0: watching it. He hugs John Connor. He gets on the chain. Stopped. No. The movie stopped. Nicole's like, what? What happened? I was like, oh. And then we, like you said, we went to go find. And you can't just. There's no bookmarks, so I had to no. fast forward through the whole movie, get to that moment, and be like, okay, just pretend oh, you felt no, like you did a minute ago. No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So the way we rate our films is out of five stars. Okay. So
3: do you. Do you
1: guys want to go first? I
3: don't know. Do you do half? Yeah. Yes. I know. Between a four and a four and a half.
2: I think you gotta go four and a half for the fact of the matter. It might not be like our favorite movies, but I think it just holds up so well and it's just non-stop.
3: I'll say four and a half. I think Terminator One was also four and a half. I just preference. I like that one slightly.
2: But I just feel like this one is like the perfect example. If you want an action movie. I still feel like it's really like just as good as anything coming out now
1: I'm mean, gonna I agree I mean like it, it is even if you've never seen it you know stuff about it you use some of the lines of dialogue in your normal everyday dialogue like and it holds up there's like nothing problematic about it and it's a fun action film like it's just it's very rare to have something that just hits all of those notes and so well and it like i'm sorry i said four and a half um it like defied expectations too because like i said i was expecting it to be cheesier than it was because of the things that i knew about it and i just i thought it it hit the emotional notes pretty well you
0: four and a half whoa yeah look at us look at us look at four of us (laughs) who knew? Beer, <laughs> the beer unifies us all. I mean, I don't know how anybody can watch premiere two and and, and it's got to be at least three stars or more. Like if anybody watches the movie, it's just oh, it's bad. I don't know if we're watching the same movie. So before we go, do you guys want to tell people where they can find you and follow you?
2: Uh, on Instagram, it's five one eight craft beer. All kind of one word mashed together. We have a little cartoony profile pic. Come um, drink some beers virtually with us.
3: Yeah, I mean, when we hit up breweries, we usually post about it. Um, went to a Yankees game a couple days ago, posted about that. Um, we, we like doing 518 ones, but we do branch off for, like, other breweries outside of 518. So it's not all 518, but we try to stick to 518 as much as we can. Cool.
0: So 518 craft beer, all one word yes. on Instagram. You got it. Awesome. Well, thanks for talking Terminator too.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. This is a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: So, thanks for listening, everybody. Please take a minute and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating there. Subscribing really helps us achieve our goal. We want to be official critics on Rotten Tomatoes. So, um, I don't know why I said that weird, but subscribe, review, like. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Kids Go Down Pod. Again, follow us there. Instagram kid at
1: goes down pod. First of all,
0: that's what I said. Instagram at after the kid goes down. And we're both on Letterboxd under Nicole underscore ATKGD and Matt underscore ATKGD. We post everything we review there and a bunch of other movie lists. After Kid Goes Down is brought to you by Matt and Nicole. Research by Ariana Gracia. Music and editing by Kate Falconer. Produced by Matt Robinson and Nicole Robinson. Associate producer, Kate Falconer.